Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 3rd of July. Happy new financial year from all of us here at Marcus Today. And as you know, as always, this is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off. As always, with the scores on the doors and for Friday night session, of course, the US has a bit of a long weekend this weekend with July 4th celebrations for Independence Day tomorrow uh, in the US and tonight they have a shortened trading day. Dow Jones closing on Friday up 285 points or 0.84%, 34,408 points. The Dow had a high of 345 up and a low of 148 up, so never in negative territory. The Nasdaq closing up 1.45%, 197 points, 13,788. 14,000 looks very doable, doesn't it? S&P 500 closing in on 4,400, 43.96 up 20 points. No middle for diddle for the S&P 500 on Friday, up only 0.45%. Way below the Dow, way below the Nasdaq. VIX volatility index up 0.8 of a percent. 13.5 points is the current VIX volatility. Looking at our SPY futures, we had a gain on the futures market to Saturday morning. 29 points higher, 0.4 of a percent. 71.90. That follows an eight-point rise in the ASX 200 on Friday. Hardly the stuff to write home about. But 29 points today will take that up 0.4 of a percent. Looking at European markets, uh, stock 600 up 1.2 percent, FTSE up 0.8, Germany up 1.3, France up 1.2. So a good bounce back there for US markets. Looking at some of the stocks in the US, we had Nvidia up 3.6 percent, AMD up 2.4 percent, Netflix up 1.9, Meta up 1.7. Amazon 1.9, Alphabet 0.8 of a percent, Microsoft 1.6, Apple hit the $3 trillion level, up 2.3% for Apple. U.S. banks uh, not doing much, uh, J.P. Morgan up 1.5, Mar- uh, Bank of America up 0.1, Wells Fargo up 0.5, Goldman Sachs down 0.2, Morgan Stanley up 0.2, Citi down 0.5 of a percent there. So nothing very exciting in the banking side of things. In Aussie banks overseas, CBA was up 0.9 of a percent. And in Europe, UBS used to be smart, up 1.2 percent. Barclays up 1.4 percent. And we also have Deutsche up 1 percent. So a pretty good night all round for the markets. And our market will kick today. Of course, uh, the big one this week will be the RBA of tomorrow. Looking at commodities, Brent crude up 1.5%, $1.10, The WTI price also doing well, 1.2% better, 81 cents, back above $70, 70.61 US dollars a barrel. Gold up 11.4.6 of a percent higher for gold, 1919.6, that US dollar index pretty much unchanged. 
Platinum up 0.8. Copper down another 1.1%. Nickel up 2.6%. Jumping around continues. Aluminium down 0.6%. Zinc down 1%. Lead down 0.9%. Ton up 0.3% in uh, China on Friday. Dalian Iron Ore futures down 02 and uh, iron ore pretty much unchanged there in Chinese trade. Looking at our mining stocks overseas, BHP down 0.2% in ADR terms, Rio pretty much unchanged, Glencore up 1.4%, Freeport up 1.7%, Vale down 2%, Anglo unchanged there as well. We did see Sigma Lithium doing well on Friday, up 4.2%. Does bode well potentially for Latin resources. Well, that's it on the scores on the doors, although we did have Bitcoin continuing to push a little bit higher, 30,590, up half a percent. And just finally, the bond yields, US bond yields, 10s, 3.84, twos, 4.9, the Aussie 10-year, 4.014, ahead of that RBA meeting tomorrow. As you will be aware, US stock futures do start trading on Sunday night. Not a lot of action on the futures market at the moment. The Dow Jones average futures just up around eight points and uh, NASDAQ futures up a little bit as well. Uh, The NASDAQ Composite closed out its biggest first half gain since 1983. It was up 31.7%. The S&P had its best first half since 2019, which wasn't that long ago, 15.9%. The Dow was up a far more modest at 3.8% for the first half of the year. In news coming out of the States, we had the four of America's top banks said they either would lift their dividends or buy back more of their respective stock or even both. That came out after the bell, and we also got Tesla numbers out as well. Reported 466,140 deliveries for the second quarter and production of 479,700. And so uh, that's the fifth period in a row when Tesla reported a higher level of vehicles produced compared to deliveries. So that's interesting there. In local news today, a Zipco apparently are going to be cutting staff and streamlining operations. Uh, sources apparently have told the Australian that Zip has cut up to 20% of its 1,500-person workforce. The big news today in Harry Caneland, if that is something that you've been following, is the Maltese Souffle has put a binding offer on the table now, which looks as if it has been signed, sealed and delivered. I'm yours. $5 for United Malt Group, which is expected to be recommended that coming out this morning. Uh, $5 would give uh, 14% upside on Friday night's closing price. A link administration has been downgraded from a neutral, uh, from a buy at uh, City. So that is of interest there. We've also seen this morning uh, Ridley Corp issuing a final buyback notice. Uh, 3.7 million shares bought back on market for a total of 7 million bucks. Uh, Aurelia Metals has completed the retail component of the equity raising. AGY Argosy Minerals is providing an update to its Rincon operations, advanced to a 24-hour trial continuous operation status. So there's some good news there for that one. Uh, Remelius Resources out this morning for a FY gold production number. 
240,996 ounces. Uh, guidance was 240 to 250. So the lower end of that guidance there. Uh, Newix has achieved the financial close on his previously announced acquisition of Rampiva. And also today in other news coming out from Australia, uh, Dacian has issued a mineral resource and ore reserve update. Total mineral resources of 53 million tonnes at 1.6 grams a tonne for 2.7 million ounces. Romelius also has made a recommended takeover of for Musgrave at an implied offer price of 34 cents a share. That has been recommended by the board of Musgrave. Unanimously recommend Musgrave shareholders accept the offer in the absence of a superior offer there. That is obviously trumping the West Gold offer for Musgrave resources there with an implied valuation of 34 cents. All eyes, of course, tomorrow on the RBA and whether they will increase rates again or not. We'll have to wait and see, of course, what they decide. But certainly the thinking is that they will be on hold, given that slightly better than anticipated number we saw last week from the CPI, that monthly CPI, which can be a little bit volatile. And the RBA does tend to look more at the quarterly number, but certainly the RBA will be looking at that monthly number as well for some guidance so it looks as if it could be odds on that at least they will keep rates on hold maybe with a hawkish rhetoric surrounding that announcement u.s markets as i said earlier will be a little disrupted this week monday is a shortened trading session tuesday is a holiday and friday we do get non-farm payrolls so that's going to be a big one for them as well as we head into the northern hemisphere summer which continues and of course wimbledon kicks off Congratulations to the Australians beating England at the Test at Lords, and uh, let's hope the last three games are as good as the first two. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and of course, we'll be back again later with the members' exclusive podcast and the end-of-day podcast as well.